you nostalgic fiancés. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include This and Dorian Life, 90s Music Got Me Like, and Previously on X-Men. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing Season 6, Episode 9, Earthquake Weather. Yeah, and if... if the episode is to be believed. I feel like we could, I could experience an earthquake where I live right now, now. because wow. it is so hot. It's been, it was a hundred degrees yesterday and it's supposed oh, to be a hundred degrees no. again tonight. Pass. No, thank you. No, thank you. It's supposed to be in the, like the high eighties today. And even that I was like, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> yeah. I it's, it's been really hot. The, the air conditioner has been getting its, its workout. In. Nice. So hopefully no earthquakes though. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. All right. Let's crack open the condor. Condor is committed to professional standards and professional ethics. The weak need not apply. This episode aired on November 6, 1995. This uh, was a rare Monday night airing to make up for the week off during the, uh, because there's supposed to be the OJ interview. Right. But then it was canceled. We mentioned that before. Yeah. So that they were like, oh, we can't compete with an OJ interview. And so they pulled an episode. And then I think just to get back on their regular schedule, they had to do two in one week. So this one aired Monday and then the next one aired just a few days wow, later. Wow. What a fun week. Spot. I know. <laughs> One movie to mention on November 3rd, Fair Game with Cindy Crawford and Billy Baldwin. Related to Alec Baldwin? Yeah, one of the Baldwin brothers. One of the Baldwins. Uh, It was a box office bomb nominated for several Razzies and later featured on the Bad Movie podcast, How Did This Get Made? It's a fun episode. I think the Razzies are just mean. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. At this point. I think people are trying their best. And it's mean to give them awards for being bad. So, yeah, I don't know. Just, just my thought on the Razzies. Might be time to let it go. Might be time to let it go. (laughs) TV, November sixth, Little Bear, based on the books written by Else Homeland Minerick. That's that's a name, and illustrated by Maurice Sendak, debuted on Nick Jr. Oh, I loved Little Bear. My little brother was was huge into Little Bear, yeah, at the time. I definitely taped lots of episodes of this onto a VHS for him. <laughs> I lot. feel like I feel like I had a bunch yep. taped yep. as well. It was just such a like it was a peaceful It was very yeah, peaceful very show. Yeah. yeah. I wish Ray had Little Bear. He could watch that calm down a little bit. <laughs> Shows entering syndication in nineteen ninety five. Uh here's a few. Blossom, home improvement dinosaurs and step by step the the big four yeah (laughs) yeah music november 6th we got i'm with stupid by amy mann i don't Hmm. know if i know any amy mann no my wife loves amy mann i don't i don't know much of her stuff Made in Heaven, Queen's only album to date after the death of Freddie Mercury. I didn't know they had any albums after Freddie Mercury. Yeah, it's kind of like they use like Freddie Mercury recordings and stuff. Ah, so cheating. Yeah. 
Uh, Cher released It's Man's World, her first album in four years, and it featured her cover of Walking in Memphis, and the album was certified gold in the UK. I saw Cher in concert in Buffalo. You love Cher. And she sang this. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. November 7th, Coolio released his best-selling album, Gangsta's Paradise, and it was certified double platinum in the US. Pretty good. I didn't know that song until I heard the Weird Al version of Amish Paradise. Yeah, that's probably true for me, too. I think I heard, I think this is a true story, that Coolio got an award for Gangsta's Paradise, and he thanked Weird Al because <laughs> many people did not know the song until yeah, Weird Al did the parody. That's hilarious. So... Video games. Here were the top rentals of November 1995, I think you meant to put here. Yes, I did. Okay, cool. Uh, Killer Instinct for the Super NES and Madden NFL 96 for the Sega Genesis. Did you ever play any of those Madden games? My brother is huge into Madden, so I watched him play. But that's another button masher for me. I never could get the hang of, of how to play, so... All right, books. We don't often, you know, we don't always talk about books, but here were uh, the New York Times bestsellers from November 1995. We got The Lost World by Michael Crichton. Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. (laughs) I've heard of him as well. Yeah. A Hundred Secret Senses by Amy Tan. Finding Moon by Tony Hillerman. The Christmas Box by Richard Paul Evans. Still going strong with those Christmas books, Richard Paul Evans. <laughs> there will always around. be a market for cheesy Christmas books. They will, yeah. And Love in Another Town by Barbara Taylor Taylor Bradford. Taylor. <laughs> Barbara Taylor. Barbara Taylor Bradford. <laughs> Love Sorry. in Another Town. <laughs> Nick, we um, just saw the newest Jurassic World That's what I was going to ask movie. you about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I really liked it. My husband, who is the Jurassic Park fan, was yeah. meh about it. He yeah. actually said he liked Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom more than Dominion. So I don't know. He's he's a stickler for yeah. for, for those things. But yeah. I thought I yeah. thought it was fun. He not enough people got eaten for his liking. Oh. I think was yeah. part of the problem. Huh. So Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, um, I saw Fallen Kingdom and my wife has never seen it because there's so much sad animal stuff in it. There really you know? is. But I, was, I think but that's I was why thinking, I don't like it. <laughs> same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a kooky plot anyway, but I'm trying to decide if she could see the new one without having seen the middle one. Like how I think so. Is, is, I kind of uh, think so too. Well, I th- there'll be a few things you have to, you'll have to explain who the okay. little girl is. Right. Um, because oh, yeah, right. <laughs> that is that's a huge part of the new one um yeah. but besides that you know dinosaurs are out in the world right i think that's, that's all you gotta know you besides know. that yeah. yeah yeah okay all right all right nick take us beyond the zip code i will but you found this one kendra in your, uh, in your psych watching you came across one jason Priestley. He showed up in a 2011 episode in season six. The episode is called Neil Simon's Lover's Retreat, which is a great title. <laughs> is, great title. Is Lover's Retreat, is that an actual Neil Simon No, play? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, they have such good titles for that show. But it was yeah. fun because I've been watching through all of it. And the episode starts and this guy like comes upon 
a motorcycle that's like, it looks like these people crashed and they're just like laying on the, like you can't see their faces. They're like laying on the ground like they've crashed. And he like goes up to them to see if they're okay. And they like jump up and turn around and it's Jason Priestley. And I was like, oh my Ah, goodness. That's fun. So yeah, it was really fun. I am all, I'm going to finish Psych today. I think I'm going to finish. I'm on the the eighth season. And then I, yes. So I'm finishing the show today and then I'll have the, the three movies to watch. Okay. So, yeah, it's been a fun ride. Nice. All right. Well, let's look at our synopsis for earthquake weather. On An earthquake hits, and Brandon and Susan find themselves trapped in an elevator with a pregnant lady. Oh, Classic. A plot line that's never been done. <laughs> Classic. Donna uncovers a secret when she learns that Felice tried out for the Rose Court in the 1960s. Plus... <laughs> Plus, Ray's therapist warns Donna that he might be a threat. Really insightful. Duh. <laughs> really insightful of her. Finally, Dylan's engagement takes the gang by surprise. Did it take you by surprise, Kendra? You know, it didn't because I okay. I saw some. I saw a picture. It's so hard not to see when I'm you doing the podcast. Stop, you have I to didn't. Yourself. I didn't. I was looking up a picture for one of the previous episodes and I saw a picture of uh, the wedding that's going to be coming. And I was yes. like, oh, wow, that must be coming up fast. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. All right. But when I saw the picture, I was very surprised. So. Okay. 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 All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was written by Michael Lyons and Kimberly Wells and directed by Gilbert M. Shilton. Kendra, I feel like I still have some sleep in my voice. A little. Should we do some like, vocal warm-ups? Uh, <laughs> la, 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 la. I guess so, yeah. Well, I'm gonna get a good hard slap in the face and get myself here. <laughs> All right. Lots, <laughs> uh, lots of recurring players here. We've got Stanley Campbell as Tony Marchette, Rebecca Gayhart as... The Lady, Tony Marchette. Cliff Wiseman as Bruno. Leslie A. Jones as Ronnie. Then we have Catherine Cannon as Hot Mess Felice Martin. Michael Durrell as Dr. John Martin. And it's been a minute. I don't... When was the last time we saw Donna's dad? I feel like it was back when she started dating. Or maybe when she was dating. They wanted right? her to date but, that other guy. Yeah. And then he ended up being a jerk. Whatever it is. It's been a long time. Cameron Bancroft is Joe Bradley. And I'm officially going to stop saying that because okay. like Colin and Susan, Joe's going to be around. So until I say otherwise, he's there. I like Joe. So I hope he doesn't also turn out to be a jerk. Okay. We have a few final appearances here. This is a weird one, but it's the ninth and final appearance of Brooke Thies as Leslie Sumner. They got her back again. And then she just vanishes, Goodbye. I guess. Because I don't think we're done with the Rose Court, but I guess, I don't know. Leslie's, uh, Leslie's out. That's a piece out on Leslie. All right. Third and final appearance. Well, I don't even know if you'd call it an appearance, but uh, of Lou DiMaggio. Here he plays Jack, so one of the radio guys who were like, Earthquake weather, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) And now for the Gonzo Sports Show. (laughs) (laughs) But he showed up in season one selling Christmas trees. He was a Blaze reporter in season three, and here he is as uh, the off-screen Jack. All right. Few recurring players. We have Tembi Locke as Lisa Dixon. She had major recurring roles on Sliders, Eureka, and Never Have I Ever, which is, as we record, a current show. Mindy, Mindy Kaling, Netflix. I've got to catch it. up on that. I so love funny. that show. So good. Uh, but she also was on the series Windfall, which had uh, Luke Perry as a series regular. Oh, so. fun. Teresa Velarde plays a nurse here, and we'll see her again also as a nurse. 
Uh, she also showed up on Empty Nest in the practice. The next two are kind of cheats, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay. Brian Byers is here as a medic, and we'll see him. Maybe it's the same character with a different career change, but he's going to be back. He's best known for his role as Dr. Ralph Smith on Days of Our Lives. And finally, we have Emily Cutler as Mac, the other uh, radio DJ. We'll ah. actually see her again as a new character down the road. She she has a few acting credits, but mostly uh, behind the scenes writing and producing on shows like Community. Maybe you've heard of it. I have. Joel McHale, Community. Okay. Remember when we saw Joel McHale in person, Kendra? I do. Yeah. We took and a picture with him. We did. And he's like a giant. He's like a redwood. He's so tall. <laughs> it's crazy how tall he is. Yeah. That show was so funny. He just like, we, <laughs> little behind the scenes, we kind of yeah. lived in the middle of, well, Nick still does, kind of I like do. the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just like, you know, a lot of open lot space, of, tiny towns. A lot of colleges. Though, yeah. Like colleges around yeah. There. And he was just like, where am i it was yeah. all his jokes about like <laughs> yeah. amish country were so yeah. funny i know it was really good it was definitely good but yes emily cutler wrote on community she also wrote a bunch of episodes of the odd couple with matthew perry and thomas lennon which was like that's my comfort food show kendra it's another it's so one fun. i gotta i gotta watch that it's on paramount plus just like 90210 so just click over gotta do it pretty good uh we have christine healy as the therapist i thought maybe we'd see her again but that's a no uh, but she did an episode of the show The Division and a TV movie, and that's pretty much it. We have Carol Barbie as Helen. She previously appeared in Columbo. Have you ever heard of Columbo? Kendra, one of my I favorites. Have. Have, I, yes. have you seen Columbo? I have not seen a second of Columbo. Okay. All right. Uh, she was but I know, I just know it too. from your, your impressions. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, what? Do you have a pencil <laughs> I could borrow? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Carol Barbie, big career as a producer and writer, mostly behind the scenes. Finally, we have Ellen Taylor as the judge, and she's better known for her more recent roles. So she popped around a lot, showing up on shows just like this here. But big recurring roles on NCIS, Station 19, and All Rise. Hmm. Lots of people in this episode. I, I know. All right, let's get into it. We start at Dylan's house where he and Tony are looking at brochures for places to live in Hawaii because they're moving to Hawaii and they're looking at, oh, I want this kind of house, this kind of house. Dylan's like, let's just build a house. Let's just buy some land in Hawaii, build our own house. house. Yeah. Why not? What a life. What a life. So then as they're, as they're looking, he like casually is like, oh, I'm thinking about getting married. And she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, you think, you know, who too? And he's like, no, oh, just this girl. And they're like doing this cute little thing. And then he asks her and she says, well, you're not down on one knee. So he gets down on both knees yeah, <laughs> and asks her to marry him. And she says, yes. Yes. This is a, a bad proposal. I it's pretty say. bad. Just it's like pretty the awkward bad. slide into it. I actually think it's better then when Brandon to Kelly was like, oh, yeah, well, Dylan likes you. Here's a ring. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but still pretty bad. Tony's whole thing for me, I just, every once in a while they have good chemistry, but I just have trouble buying this relationship. And she's just so, like, bright-eyed. She's like a brat-style college edition. She's and I very, just... yeah, very cutesy, yeah. Uh, boopy. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's... Yeah. I wonder, like, I feel like he started liking her because she was like, she's 
she was pretty, but she like rode motorcycles and stuff. Yeah. And we haven't seen that from her in no. a really long time. No. She hasn't popped a wheelie even once. Like she's not. not she, yeah, she doesn't seem like the edgy no. girls that he is normally into. So no. Yeah. Um. And it it's all happened very fast. Their relationship. I feel like we haven't had time to see them and see but, their chemistry. But I think if it was if it was a whirlwind, if she was like, I don't know, it, it's just the fact that she seems so like meek and innocent. I just think doesn't play well with his thing. Yeah. And I think if she was all like sort of a challenge to him, and they were just like had this sort of like raw chemistry, then I would buy it. But now. I don't know. I like her. I mean, I like her as an actress, but I just I like her too, and I don't hate them together. It's when no, you I compare it's when you compare to the chemistry he had with Jenny Garth right. or with or with <laughs> yeah. Shannon Doherty or with yeah. you know, uh yeah. with Valerie or Christina Lee's like yeah. with, like Emily Valentine even. Yeah. Know? It's when you compare those chemistries, this it, it's kind of flat compared to it, those. Yeah, it's almost it, I mean, it's not creepy, but it's borderline because he almost has kind of like a paternal, mm. a paternal kind of thing with her, which mm. I think is weird. You know, yeah. like, I'll take care of you. I, I don't know. I just don't. <laughs> I'm not a fan, I guess. Yeah. And I think I think you could like if they were spending more time on this and it was sort of like her the, the, the stark difference between her and everybody else is like really like hitting something and Dylan and bringing out a new side of him or something. But it's really not what we're doing. Yeah. So. All right. Well, then we go to Kelly Donna Claire's where they're listening to the radio and the what are their names? It's like Mac and Jack. Mac, Mac and Jack. Mac and Jack. And they're talking about how it's a hundred degrees outside, and man, do I feel their pain. I was yeah. just I just went for a walk this morning with my cousin, and it's not a hundred degrees yet, but we it's it's already hot. And it's early. Eight a.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Donna is getting ready to go to Pasadena for her next stage of Rose Court interviews. Yeah. And she's wearing the same dress. Apparently that's the thing. It's like good luck to wear the same dress that you've worn for every interview. So she's got on that pink, same pink dress. Yeah. So as she's getting ready, Claire is there helping her and Ray arrives and he's got... It's not a full cast. It's like a brace on his yeah. arm. And she's like, what happened to your arm? And he's like, your friend Joe did this to me when he threw me around the other day. <laughs> like a rag doll. <laughs> so she te- he tells her that she he has started therapy. And his therapist thinks it would be a good idea for Donna to come in to get her point of view Um on everything and, you know, to talk with her about things. I wish I had a friend who was a therapist that I could call and be like, is that a thing? Because it okay. seems... Okay, well, I'm going to say as someone who goes to therapy and has been okay. to therapy, th- no therapist would do this. There's yeah. no way that they're starting with this new client and they're like, bring in the girl you abuse. Let's talk no, to her. Know. You yeah, know? Because it's not like we're like years in or it's like this is a really crucial... Yeah, it's like therapy session. And one, the two. relationship is over. They're it's not over. even together yeah. anymore. Why yeah. bring her in at all? Yeah. Like maybe the therapist would like call her and bring her in separately, but to like bring them in together, I'm going to call foul. If yeah, I, I if we have any therapists who listen, 
feel free to weigh in, but yeah. I'm I'm going to call foul on that one. Certainly not. Certainly not with like session two. No, I think there's no way. No, there's no way there. Ray yeah. needs to work on his issues that have like it shouldn't be about Donna at all. Right. It should just be right. about Ray and his yeah. his issues. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so she hems and haws, but then she agrees that she will meet him that afternoon at his therapist's office. So after he leaves, Claire had the same reaction I did, which is like, are you out of your mind? Why are you doing this? Yeah. And Donna's like, well, you know, if he gets better, I could be saving the next girl from getting hurt. And and Claire just thinks she's going to get sucked in all over again. If history has proven anything, it's that Donna will get sucked in again. Yep. <laughs> Brandon and Susan are, what are they doing? Why are they at this hotel? That's I didn't even question. catch it. <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't think to question it. Later on, it like someone says they're at a retreat. I thought that they were in Pasadena for the Rose Court, but they're not they're not there for the rose court. Yeah, court. you know what? I guess that's what I thought at first, too. And then I just stopped thinking about it because they were delivering a baby. All right. Well, <laughs> the two of them are at a hotel for some reason. <laughs> um, and they, uh, they're they checking in. Well, they, they get to their hotel room. And they're flirting. And they're talking about they're going to go down to the pool. So while Brandon's changing, Susan turns on the radio and it's Jack and Mac again. And they're talking about this is earthquake weather, which Jack says there's no such thing as earthquake weather, which is what yeah. I said last, last week. Yeah. I was like, isn't all weather earthquake weather? Right. right. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, but Mac is like, well, it always happens when it's this hot. So we'll see. Brandon comes back out in his swim trunks and is like, Susan, you got to get dressed. And she's like, Voosh, I am. And she just like, so smoothly takes off her dress, revealing yeah. her bikini underneath. Yeah. I didn't get that it was a bikini. I thought she was just No, I thought it was her underwear as well. Yeah. And I was like, wow, we're just like yeah. in her underwear. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess we've seen that before, but not like Yeah, not like there's that. something something more jarring about it this time. Yeah. But yeah. then but then they She's run also... out of the room to go to the, the pool and we're like, Oh, okay, this is her swimsuit. <laughs> She seems way more uncomfortable. Like as an actress, I feel like she seemed very uncomfortable. In that really? Scene, Do you which, think I mean, so? like I would be too. But she, yeah, she just seemed kind of like, Ugh. yeah, you know. So <laughs> can't blame her. Can't blame her. But it really did just seem like underwear. So it yeah, did. Confusing. It did. Next scene is at Colin's apartment. So I guess Kelly and Colin are just back together. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Also, he's in the same apartment. Yeah. Really? He's going to yes. keep trying to pay for that loft, not just get a yeah. smaller place? That's stupid. Right. It Call it stupid. 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 I just, okay, look. <laughs> he was actively cheating on her this yeah. whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess she's like, oh, but it's okay. He was just in it for the money. <laughs> that's that's better. It's not better at all. Uh, but, it wasn't an emotional affair. It was a financial <laughs> transaction. Come on. We're all adults. He is enjoying teaching. So yeah. that's good. He I thought he so. would hate it, but I guess he's liking it. And yeah. they're I talking about... teaching pays as well as no. full-time gigolo pays. No. <laughs> so I really... I would think not. He should be in like a one-bedroom, not on the ocean. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Studio apartment. No way. 
well, they both agree that everything is is pretty perfect right now. They're just like sure. in a perfect place. Yeah. Yeah. At the Walsh house, Steve is playing pinball. Is this the first time we've seen the pinball machine? I do believe so. Yeah. I think it I is. I mean, it's too. called Earthquake, so, you know. <laughs> Got to have that. Yeah. So he he's playing pinball and Claire comes in and is like, "Do you want to get food?" and, you know, trying to lure him away from the pinball machine. They talk about, you know, Steve's like, oh, we just did it the other day because of that, you know, we were drugged on that love potion. And she's like, well, I don't think so. And then she, she like nudges the machine with her hip so that it messes him up. And she says, you want to make the earth shake? Hang out with me. (laughs) Great line. Great line. David and Valerie are in the kitchen and they're, I guess, like, full dating now? I I suppose so, yeah. You know they're dating because David's pressuring her for sex. (laughs) That's how you know. That's That's a hallmark. That's the tell. When David's in a relationship. Yeah, they're all... Come on, Valerie. (laughs) They're all cuddly and kissy, and he's like, what are we waiting for? Yeah. And she says that she doesn't want to rush. She wants to wait until the time is right. Yeah. And he says, well, you know, when's that going to be? And she says... How about tonight? Yeah. So they're going to wait until that. Great. He successfully pressured her into it. Yeah. Look, I don't, there's no good way to pressure someone into sex. There's not. Just get that right out there. (laughs) But David also is not being like cute or subtle about it. You know what I mean? He's like, when are we going to hit it? When are we we doing this? Why are we still wearing pants? (laughs) <laughs> he's not it's not like flirty or he's he's really almost like petulant about it yeah i don't get it yeah but i mean i guess i have to give him props for being true to character because that's david all day <laughs> that's long that's david he knows what so, he wants i have one more issue with this scene and valerie's putting relish and egg salad what no i don't eat relish or egg salad so is that weird i mean i would never put okay. relish in egg salad so i i was hoping that you'd have some insight into this but that's i'm no. not an egg salad per- i don't really like that's mayonnaise no. so ah uh, yeah it's usually mayonnaise and egg salad that's right? a key ingredient <laughs> yeah yeah for sure i yeah i don't i don't like the the whole relish in egg salad so sound off in the comments listeners i was gonna say maybe it's a minnesota thing is it a minnesota True. thing or a buffalo thing or a buffalo or, thing that's yeah, right you never know well you live near buffalo so you would know true yeah, no, never. It's <laughs> so not never a Buffalo thing. But I'm originally from Michigan, so who knows? <laughs> uh, All right, we hey, go. Also, one final thing. Okay. Little weird, little weird that Dave and Claire very recently broke up, and everybody's just cool with Steve and Claire going off to have sex while yeah. Valerie and David are in the other room. I mean, yeah, it's fine. They've all moved on. I mean, on. I'm glad, you know, move on, be friends with your exes, I guess, but like, that's a little. I'm liking the Valerie and David pairing, though. I like them yeah, together. Yeah, it's working. It's working. Okay, yeah. It's a different vibe than the Claire-David. Like, the Claire-David yeah. pairing, I feel like they kind of felt like like the younger siblings of the group. Not right. that they're siblings with each other, but like the little right. kids of the group. They, they were did. like, yeah. you know, they always got the goofy plot lines. But um, yep. I'm liking Valerie-David. Yeah, I agree. Okay, we go to Pasadena where the Rose Court interviews are happening. They're taking a picture of all the the finalists. Do you know the name of this friend that Donna is talking with? I believe that would be Lisa Dixon. Okay, so Lisa is 
you know, they're talking about how hot it is. And then she, Lisa has to go to work. So she goes to get changed for work and she comes back out. And I guess she works at like a convenience store or something. Cause Donna's talking about like, Oh, can I come get a cold drink at your store or whatever? So Donna's looking through pictures of past finalists and she lands on this picture from the 60s. I don't know what year it was. 1969. Ah, a good year. We went to the moon in 1969. Not 1970, but a year sooner. Yes. Um, And she is looking at this picture and she's like, this looks exactly like my mom. In fact, pretty positive this is my mom. That's her. That's her. In this picture. And it's, it's funny because... I don't know. How do you think they made that picture? Do you think they just like took her face and put it on somebody who was yeah. already in that picture? They took her face <laughs> off, Kendra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Because because she was a lot more like in focus than everybody yeah. else. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, glossy focus. And then her, it was like, hello, <laughs> I'm young Felice Martin. But, uh, you know, it was definitely a younger picture of Catherine Cannon, which I always appreciate them doing. It's like, yeah. you, know, you see pictures on the wall or whatever. There's a really, whoever like the prop people are. Well, I bring it up because them. I think it was, <laughs> <laughs> I think I brought it up because I think it was done well. Like, I think it yeah. really looked like yeah, she was, was in that picture. So It was decent. Um, so she, you know, is very confused and kind of upset about this because... As we know, her mom has been, like, not wanting her to do the Rose Court at all. So it's weird that she did it herself. So as she's looking at the picture, Leslie comes to tell her that uh, her favorite quarterback is there to see her. Oh, yeah. So Joe is there, and he said he was just, you know, in town or in the area in Pasadena. uh, And he wants to take her out to lunch, but she says that she has to go to therapy with Ray, Mm. which... I, I feel like Joe has been very understanding so far. Agreed. I feel yeah. like many other men would have run at this point with all the yeah. race stuff. But yeah. he's like, all right, do what you have to do. It's funny because you said you like Joe. And my, my note says, I don't like Joe. <laughs> I think he's cute. I, I mean, I guess I guess he's a good fit for Donna. He just, he just I don't know. He's just so wholesome, I guess. that I'm yeah. just like, okay, all right. I would like her to have, I think maybe that's it. I just want her to have someone wholesome. Yeah, somebody who will like actually treat her respectfully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're crazy, Kendra. You're crazy. <laughs> okay, we go back to the hotel and Brandon and Susan are heading back up from the pool and they get into an elevator with a pregnant woman. Doors close and then the earthquake happens. So we see... Whatever, what happens to everyone during the earthquake? So at the Walsh house, Steve grabs Claire and David grabs Valerie and they stand under, you know, archways, yeah. which is what you're supposed to do, right? If there's an earthquake. Yeah. yeah. Then we see Dylan is, uh, and Tony are together at his house and he's, you know, holding her under one of their archways. Colin is just, he's freaking out. Like Ke- Kelly's trying to get him out from the, middle of the room and he's just like too scared to move and so they stand in the middle of the room and just scream (laughs) and then brandon and susan get stuck in the elevator what do you think was the first show to do you're stuck somewhere with a pregnant woman i don't know i mean this is 
the night i surely it was done before this oh though. oh for sure for sure i was trying to say like how early could you go but i mean you couldn't even say pregnant back in the i love lucy days and it was like a huge deal that that's right shown pregnant in her grotesque horrifying <laughs> pregnancy that's right that was a, did you see the movie that was what yes, was the movie yeah. called yeah, being the Ricardos. Something being like that. the Ricardos. Yeah, that was a movie. whole that Whatever. was a whole thing in the yeah. in that movie. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah, but I know. I mean, I know. I've seen that plot a million times. Both Valerie and Colin make a big deal about how there's no earthquakes in New York. I was in an earthquake in New York. How about that, Kendra? <laughs> Suck it. It was. Were you here? Were you here when that happened? You know, I know that I have felt minor yeah. earthquakes before i can't remember if it was in new york i feel like it might have been i was I've... i mean it was it was pretty far away from us so what we were getting was was relatively mild but like you know enough to like knock things over and stuff i was at, i was at work i was at the library and i was walking and i thought like am i having vertigo what's happening because i was really <laughs> like i thought i was gonna pass out or something but then i looked up and like all the signs from the ceiling were were flapping back and oh. forth and i was like oh no the whole building is like, it's not my brain. The whole building is shaking. It was very, it was very disconcerting. It you was know, weird. now that we're talking about it, I vaguely remember that happening when we lived in New York and me yeah. being like, what it, <laughs> what's happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but they don't know anything. <laughs> One time, uh, my family used to live in Okinawa, Japan, and I was in college at the time, so I wasn't there, but there was an earthquake. And my mom, my mom said the only thing that fell over in the whole house was a picture of me, and it, like, freaked her out. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they were that, fine. I mean, that does that does seem like a sign of something. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. But I was fine. Okay. Okay, so Brandon and... Susan are now stuck in the elevator with Helen, who they introduce themselves to now that they're yeah. stuck. And she's, she says that she is due in one week. And mm. oops, her water just broke. Yikes. So that's no good. So then, My wife's water broke and it was like 20 hours later. So Really? Well. <laughs> Not Helen, though. Helen moves. No, H- Helen says like not to worry you guys, but my last child came very quickly. Very so quickly. yeah, you know we'll see. We'll see how yeah. this goes. And Susan says, "I'm sure they'll be here soon. I'm sure they just have to reprogram the elevator computer." Which Brandon makes fun of her. For, he's like, "Elevator computer? What? What even is that?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Donna is driving, and I guess she was driving when the earthquake happened, so she didn't even really feel it. But um, she's listening to the radio, and it was a 6.2 on the Richter scale. And I really think that in this scene, you see someone is sitting in the backseat, a crew member, and you see their hand or something. Oh, really? I saw something move in the backseat, and I'm pretty sure it was a hand. Oh, I, need, I, I w- didn't catch that at all. I need to go back and look. Maybe I was I just so. seeing things, but I, I really think maybe the boom operator was back there, well, and his hand came into view. Yeah. I really think so. So she calls her dad just to let him know that she is okay, and she tries to ask about felice being in the rose court but the line is it's a bad connection and the line goes out at dylan's house bruno calls to check on tony to see that she's okay and they decide to tell bruno that they're getting married which he's very shocked about but you know he says he's happy for them 
So after they hang up, Tony says, well, now we have to tell my father. And Dylan's like, maybe we should just let Bruno tell your father. Yeah. I still don't fully understand the relationship. Because, I mean, he basically, Tony Sr. has been like, yeah, I'm a murderer. Yeah. But Tony's still kind of like, oh, we should invite him for Christmas. (laughs) I just don't know. It's weird. It's weird. At the Walsh house, everyone is cleaning up all the things that, you know, fell over during the earthquake. And Valerie says that, you know, they haven't heard from Brandon. She called their room and they're not there. Right. So I guess they're fine, is they're what she said. Fine, yeah. They're probably yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. If you're worried about someone and you can't get a hold of them, it's very comforting. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. I have no idea their status. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Colin and Kelly arrive, and they decide they're going to have a quake party. They're all going to sleep yeah. over at the Walsh house that night. Perfect. So that's yeah. fun. Not a Walsh in sight. They're nope. all just... <laughs> Colin is still kind of nervous. He yeah. he keeps being like, did you feel that? He's, yeah, he's scared. he's freaked all the way out. He's scared. So Valerie is going out to the garage yeah. to get the earthquake kit and he decides to go with her yeah because he says he doesn't want to be inside but he's going to a smaller building right that surely isn't as sound <laughs> a smaller building filled with like you know yard equipment and <laughs> yeah. sharp things uh but we got a jim and cindy reference she was like jim and cindy have an earthquake kit yes i really thought that he was making it up so he could go with valerie i thought that was going to be a thing but it wasn't so I guess no. there's nothing between the two of them now. I guess not. Just that one passionate kiss as friends. <laughs> yeah, that see, that's sad. the thing. He wasn't just cheating with his right. person. He was also yeah. doing things with Valerie. He's bad news bears. I don't like yeah. him. I don't like him. I don't like him either. I don't like that 90s hair wall he has. <laughs> so after they leave, Kelly brings up to David, like, you sure? You want to yeah. be with Valerie because yep. she's always got some sort of agenda. Yeah. And David says, look, she's she's always been there for me Yeah, when I needed her. Yeah, these I really like weeks. her. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's just a heart of gold. Yeah. You know, she just had a heart of gold. I like It was a necessary scene, I feel like. I'm glad that we got a little. Kelly's like, I'd be a bad sister if I didn't yeah. tell you, like, she's the worst. David has my favorite. I wrote it down because David has my favorite line of the episode. He says, give it a rest. We just had an earthquake. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's really raw right now. (laughs) Not today. I'm just so grateful we can't get a hold of Brandon. (laughs) Okay, then we go to the therapist's office. So they come in, the two of them, and the therapist is talking about, you know, Ray had a really rough childhood. We've been talking about his father who was abusive to him, which I guess Donna didn't know. I thought yeah, we that, had talked about this before, but I, I guess not. I thought we talked about it too, yeah. Well, she seems surprised about that. So then the therapist asks for a moment alone with just Donna, so Ray leaves, and she tells Donna that Ray is not going to change overnight and that actually therapy has a better chance of succeeding without her there almost like it was a terrible idea to bring her in yeah exactly why bring her in here then but she says that ray is you know very unpredictable right now because his emotions are so raw bringing all this stuff up so if you spend time with him it could be dangerous she says i guess i i call foul on this as well i mean she's discussing ray's like private 
therapy sessions yeah. with Donna. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't think that was cool either. No, I, I, I think some therapy rules are being broken. Yeah. Is here. she like an intern? Does she even work there? <laughs> yeah, he just met her on the street. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then we're back in the elevator and the work crew is like calling through the door saying they're working on it. Um, they had to program the reprogram the yeah. elevator computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's awesome. a real thing. Yeah. So at first they think, oh, we got it working. But then the lights go back out. The backup generator is also not working. So it's going to be maybe a few hours before they get the power back on. Mm. It's It just sounds like they're close enough that they could pry open the doors right? or something. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Like surely. But... And, uh, but there, there's no time. This baby is, is a coming. Yeah. So it looks like they're going to have to deliver this baby. The lady says to Susan, I like your, I saw you at the pool. I like your bikini. I'm yeah. like, are you hitting on her? What's happening? I know, it was weird. That's so weird. Okay. So we go back to the Walsh house for one quick scene where Colin is still just like freaking out yeah, about... Uh, about earthquake stuff. And then we see Claire and Steve are off in another room and she is just like, let's do it, baby, in this house full of people. <laughs> Here we go. It's the danger. It's the danger of it. <laughs> yeah. Again, though, that feels like old school Claire. It does. It does. Okay, so back in the elevator, we have Paul the medic is here and he's going to talk them through delivering yeah. this baby. Easy as pie. Yep. Helen is crying and she's saying you know she wants her husband there and susan is getting her to talk about her husband and her kids like trying to trying to keep her calm back at the walsh house they ask the paramedic asks about the baby and he's like is the baby's face up or down and they're like the face is down and he's like good but that's not good if the like if face, the head you want is the down, fa- yeah. If the head is down, that's good. You know, you don't want feet first, but like <laughs> face down is a much harder delivery because like your body doesn't like the baby's body doesn't bend that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. They must have meant like is the head down, but they said face, and I was like, no, 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 because <laughs> my son was face down and it was a thing. So <laughs> well, wasn't wasn't your son feet first at first? No, he wasn't. Feet, he wasn't feet first, but oh, he okay. was like. He was he was he was face down so that you you can't like bend at his waist to like oh, get him out you know and I so see. he had to like go straight down just a lot harder yeah and especially in an elevator when you're like laying on the floor like that would be a really tricky delivery <laughs> yeah well continuing but I'm not a doctor yeah. <laughs> just to be clear I'm not a doctor yeah at the Walsh house Donna arrives and says you know everything in their apartment is fine. Nothing was broken Great. in their apartment. She's so. fine in the apartments. Fine. Yeah. Great. <laughs> she tells the group about her mom and how she saw this picture and how weird it is that her mom never mentioned that she was in the Rose Court and how she's been really weird about Donna doing it. Sorry. Yeah, Kelly's <laughs> kind of like, I mean, it makes sense to me. Your mom's the worst. <laughs> Dylan and Tony arrive oh. and tell everyone they're getting no. married. No, 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 no. I don't. I have trouble buying this. I know it happened and we have to accept it. But he didn't even tell Brandon first. Yeah. It's just, it was so weird to be telling like Claire before he tells Brandon. I I think it's very strange. I didn't like that at all. (laughs) And 
he does it's not even like he knows that brandon's missing because afterwards he's like hey where's brandon and they're like oh we can't reach him yeah so he's fine fine. it wasn't even like he was like well brandon's not here and it'd be awkward to not tell i didn't like it yeah thumbs down it kendra i i agree but valerie and david are like instant congratulations so i guess valerie isn't into dylan anymore she's just like wow great congratulations no david says something stupid do you remember what he says i don't like hubba hubba or something like something weird (laughs) like that i remember We Whatever see we see a little like Kelly and Dylan catch each other's eye. Yeah. Uh during this moment, but she does say congratulations. So then everyone goes in another room to get food and she Kelly and Colin have this little moment where Colin is like that probably wasn't easy for you. Was it? And I thought it was a good like, moment for him. It was. Like, he acknowledged, like, this is probably yeah. hard for you. And he wasn't, he didn't make it about himself or anything. Right, yeah. Um, but he says, like, I think you did really, you did, you did great <laughs> in that moment. So they're about to eat dinner, but then they get a phone call from Nat, who says that he needs their help because of the earthquake. Right. Um, did he, like, lose all his plates or something? That's- that's what they said, but like they don't bring plates. No, I don't they know. just bring I, themselves. I yeah, I don't really get it. But back in the elevator, Helen is she's she's having a hard time. She's like, I can't do this. And then Brandon's like, If I can do this, you can do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Wait, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in different situations Kendra, here. Kendra, this is very <laughs> difficult for Brandon. Okay. <laughs> So they get her to, you know, they calm her down enough. They get her to push. Baby is born. Brandon is delivering the baby. And she she names the baby Brandon, right? Yeah. Yeah, she does. Instantly, she's like, Brand, she baby does. Brandon. Yeah. I would assume they would have had a name picked out or would have discussed it with the husband, but no. No. Baby his, Brandon. His name is Brandon. That's a that good makes name. Sense for, that makes sense for the 90s, though. Yeah. Brandon. That's a very 90s name. Brandon. Daniel. <laughs> I have a friend named Daniel. (laughs) I had several, yeah, I knew several Matts. Yep. At the Peach Pit, the gang is all there helping. I guess everyone is like, earthquake, let's go to the Peach Pit. Because it is, they are slammed. (laughs) I I mean, that's what I would think, yeah. Well, Joe says something about the the school food is shut down or something. Like the cafeteria is closed. Oh, right, right, right. So, yeah, so maybe there's not a lot of food places open, but Nat wanted to stay open. Yeah, that seems like Nat. It does. Heart of gold. Joe arrives to see Donna. And asks about, you know, how therapy went. And she says it it went better than she thought it would. And he says, well, if I know guys, he's just using therapy as a way to try to get you back. So. Seems true. Watch out. Colin says that he is going to sleep outside that night. He doesn't want to sleep indoors because he's scared Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. aftershocks. And so they're in the back room of the peach pit. It's Colin and Kelly, but then Dylan comes in to get something or to take out the trash. I think he's mm-hmm. taking out the trash. And Colin's like, oh, you and Tony have the right idea of moving to Hawaii. Like, that's where that's where I want to yeah, go. That's where it's at. So Dylan continues outside and Kelly follows him out to talk with him. And it's, she's like... What the heck? Why didn't you consider yeah. my feelings when you yeah. told everyone that you were getting married? And she's like, you said you, I was your soulmate. Blah, I love that. I loved that callback. 
He's, he's like, where the heck was Tony where you and I were gallivanting around the 1800s in a covered freaking wagon, Jack? <laughs> he's like, I don't know, Kel. Maybe everybody has two soulmates. <laughs> well, he says, I asked you first and you True. said he no. Did, yeah. So yeah. I, I think he's right. He did. He wanted well, to be with her. I thought this in 1996 and I think it now. He did not make a commitment to Kelly. He was not like, I want to get married. I want to be with you forever. He was like, let's go surfing. Yeah. <laughs> in Europe, you know, like he doesn't, it's a big difference to say, I want to take you on a trip and I want to marry you. So like maybe in his mind, he was making a commitment both times, but I don't think so. And I think if he would have proposed, I'm not saying she would have said yes, but I think that would have been a different kind of conversation. But he mm-hmm. even throws it back at her. You chose you. You remember? chose you. Yeah. Kelly says, you know, I want I want to hate Tony, but I can't. You know, she seems great. And then this yeah. is where Dylan says, maybe we have more than one soulmate. Yeah, maybe. So I, I think Kelly blew it. I think she, she did. Blow I think she missed out. Absolutely. Yeah. She could have been with Dylan. She chose not to. And now yes. she's got to deal with it. Yeah, she could have been. I mean, really, she blew it both ways because she could have been gallivanting out with Dylan. She could have had a boring ass marriage to Brandon. Like she's <laughs> so many options on the table and she just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's with Colin. What yeah. the heck? At Kelly Donna Claire's, Joe is bringing Donna home and Ray is there fixing her window. So I guess, right. Does she say the window got broken? I don't remember her saying that. I thought she said everything was fine. I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe maybe Ray showed up and was like, I got to fix this window. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So he's, you know, put up a, some wood in the window uh, until they get the glass. And Donna is like, look, we can't, you cannot do this. I don't yeah. want to see you anymore. Get right. out of here. And his response is he th- throws his hammer at another window and shatters it and is like, whatever, and leaves. Yeah. And at this point, I'm going to say police need to be involved. Maybe call the police. Yeah. I think he's breaking your property. Yeah. He's stalking you when you've asked him to stop. Right. I mean, a restraining order, I think, would not be out of the question. Yeah. I think yeah. she needs to to amp it up here. Well, yeah. And I mean, also, he's he keeps doing this in front of Joe. So yeah. That's also, she has like, a that's witness. Two people. That's yeah. two people. Yeah. Yeah. He broke the, he broke the window. He took the pane out, put the wood in, and then put the broken window frame on the floor. That's what he broke again. He didn't break a new window. Oh, I thought he brought, I thought he broke another window. No. Oh, okay. Well, still. I mean, no, it's still bad. I'm just, you know. So Joe says, let's go back to Brandon's house. So they decide she's going to stay at Brandon's for the night. At the Walsh house, Collie, uh, sorry. Collie. (laughs) Couple name. It's a great couple name. Collie. Collie, yeah. Colin and Kelly. So this is the next morning. They slept outside. Yeah. Uh, Still under the house, though. Sure. I mean, not in the middle of the yard. Right. But they had a, you know. A peaceful night's sleep. Oh, sure. Valerie is in. <laughs> Valerie is inside listening to the radio. Did they do it, Valerie and David? I don't know. It was. I had. To, I listened to this conversation twice because I couldn't okay. understand. Because Valerie, sure Valerie says they slept together, but I think that they 
because of the earthquake, they didn't actually do right. it. They just right. slept in the same bed. Yes, I think you're right. Okay, I that right. I I really did rewind it and listen to it twice because I could not yeah. tell from their dialogue what happened. Then. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. yeah. Kelly comes in and apologizes to David, not with Valerie there, but yeah. about what she said about Valerie, and you know says it's none of her business. And David's like, "You're right." It's none of your business, and I'm crazy about her, so get over it. Get all the way over it. Donna says she called the school, and there's no class that day. Hey, class is canceled. Kelly Cause says they still, that... Because they, they go to college. I don't, yeah, I don't know if you remember. They do. They do. They're, they're college students. They're college Full students. Time. Yeah. Full course load. <laughs> Kelly thinks Joe is a keeper, and I agree so far. Yep. yep. He's like a peanut butter sandwich of a man. <laughs> Donna has her next interview at 11 in Pasadena. So yeah, she's got to get ready for that. Back at the hotel, Susan is talking about how, you know, how scared she was when the baby was being delivered, but what a wonderful feeling it was to see the baby and with its mom. And um, she's also very proud of Brandon for being, you know, delivering the baby and, and they have some kisses. And that's all that scene is. It's a very short little yeah. short yeah. little scene. I could have done without that whole plot. Yeah. I don't really understand. I mean, I guess they like to have like a goofy plot thrown in there, but Brandon delivering a baby is not really something <laughs> I needed to see. Yeah. So at the Rose Court interviews, it's Donna's turn. And her question is, what can we as individuals do to ensure our children can realize their hopes and dreams? Because if you'll remember, the theme for the Rose Parade this year is the dreams of children. Children, dreams, hope, (laughs) merriment. So she says that's a very tragic question. And she talks about, she doesn't mention Ray's name, but she says, I have this friend who was abused and he abused me and... We need to protect our children's hearts and souls or they'll be damaged forever kind of thing. I mean, I guess it's... How did you feel about that? I don't know. It feels a little trite to me to be using something like that for a Rose Court interview. Yeah. Well, it works, though. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Okay, so Tony, the girl, and Dylan go to to Tony Sr.'s house Uh... to... To, to tell him so funny. they're getting married. Um, Bruno has already told him, but he's he's glad that he told him so that he had time to, like, you know, think about it and get over the shock. Yeah. Tony, the girl, <laughs> says that they really want his blessing for this. Which is crazy. Yeah. He murdered Dylan's father. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a nutty conversation. And Dylan and Tony Sr., they're just like, get back like oh yeah oh yeah it's crazy like what would you do if you if, I, if you were me i'm not you oh yeah i don't know it was such a weird scene i yeah and they shake hands that's another thing they walk in and tony senior puts his hand out and dylan shakes it i'm like the man murdered your father and you've been obsessed with this for seasons he's over it nick he's I over it there's no i mean first of all there's no way that that dylan and antonia can have a relationship with this in the past. No way. But like if in some alternate universe that was possible, Tony senior cannot be a part of that dynamic. It has to be like, I am cutting off my father. I have no father. My father is dead to me. Like that is the only way. Yeah. 
Crazy. So he he gives them her mother's Bible, which (laughs) she carried when they got married, and now she can carry it when she marries Dylan. What the heck? So I'm sure this is going to go great. Yeah. He seems fine with it. Everybody seems fine. Yeah. Donna goes to her father's office because she's going to have lunch with Felice and her dad before... um, Before they go to Europe or something? Yeah, they're going somewhere. And she tells him that she made it to the finals of the Rose Court. So she's very excited. And he's like, well, why didn't you tell me that you were doing doing this? Yeah. And she says, well, because mom was not into me doing it and, you know, whatever. So then Felice comes in. And he leaves to go do some some paperwork or something. And she tells Felice, hey, I made the finals. And, you know, Felice still doesn't seem thrilled about it. And then she is like, well, did you not want me to do it? Because you didn't make it all the way into the Rose Court when you auditioned. And Felice just denies it. She Flat out lies. Yeah. yeah she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And Donna's like, I saw the picture. Like, I know yeah. you did. But yeah. she just keeps denying it. So then when her dad comes back in, Donna's like, I'm not going to lunch. I can't do this. And she leaves. Yeah. And then we see this conversation between Felice and what's his name? John? John. John. Yeah. Um, where she says, you know, oh, she saw the picture. And he says, you're going to have to tell her the truth. And Felice says, I don't know if I can. Her acting is is very good in this scene. Yeah, Felice's acting. Yeah, and I'm like, what the heck could it be? I don't I, like why why what what secret could I don't know? Was she like pregnant with Donna? That's, I I so I truly don't remember the whole Rose Court subplot is not one that's landed deeply in my in my memories here. But that's what I was thinking. Probably like she got disqualified for being pregnant. That that would be my guess. Either that or she murdered someone. I think it's maybe another thought that came to mind is like, maybe she had a twin sister or something and it was like her twin, but I don't think that's it. I think, I think she was pregnant. I think so too. Out of wedlock. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. I think so. Wedlock. I think so. Sorry. I said wedlock. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The last scene is one of Tony's people. It's Ronnie. That's Ronnie. Oh, is it? Okay. That's right. We've met, we've met Ronnie before. Yeah. He's a body. So he comes in, he's like, it's all, (laughs) it's all set. We're all set. And Tony's like, I want him dead. So no, no mistakes. He's like, no mistakes, boss. We got it. We're going to kill him. (laughs) I mean, Tony knows that he had Jack McKay murdered. So Dylan's going to end up murdered. And Tony Sr. is going to be like, that's weird. I guess you better move back home. I bought you a motorcycle. <laughs> like, no way. Unless they unless they really make it seem like an accident. You know, yeah. like Dylan was paragliding and, <laughs> you know, flew into a transformer. You know, like, I, I don't know. But yeah, I don't, I don't see that. Play. <laughs> I don't see it working. Uh, yeah. I don't see it working out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's my prediction. Okay. Listeners, keep in mind I am the novice. I've never seen this episode before. Yeah. I, I think... I, I, hold on. Let me get my face straight because I can't give anything away. Okay. 
I think that uh, they're going to try and kill Dylan, but they're going to end up either killing or hurting Tony, the girl. Oh, uh, okay. That's my guess. Okay. All right. I don't Lock think, I don't think the wedding is, I don't think they're getting married. It's like, I happening. think okay. they're going to get to the wedding because I've seen pictures of that, but okay. I don't, I don't think that they're actually no going to get I married. Do. That's yeah. your final answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my in. guess. Locked it in. Okay. Hit the Verdict. Verdict on the episode? Um, I thought it was. I thought it was good. Um, there were some, you know, the Brandon Susan stuff. Yeah. C- kind of goofy, but um, yeah. do they ever interact with any other cast member in this I episode? Don't. You mean? Yeah. No, they don't. Like, no, they yeah, start at the hotel yeah. So, yeah. and end at mm. the hotel. Yeah, I. You know, I mean, that's that doesn't that doesn't propel their relationship forward at all it doesn't tell you anything else about the characters it's just hijinks yeah just hijinks so if you like it fine i didn't particularly but i feel like everyone else we we kind of move forward i mean kellen and call i cannot get there collie 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 they uh they're probably the only ones that you know though i guess it was a surprise to me that they're back together yeah in, in this episode um, yeah. But, you know, a little more David Valerie, a little more Steve Claire. Yeah. Um, Ray and Donna, you know, that's escalating. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I guess I would say Donna was the one who had the most, like, Dory momentum yeah. in this episode. Because there's a lot of things going on with her parents and everything. Yes. I'm kind of ready to be uh, done with the Rose Court. So I, I agree. I, I want that yep. to wrap up. Yep. Yep. But, I yeah, I thought I thought it was a good episode. Yeah. Decent. I had a good time with it. What's your 90210 snap? Mm, I guess I'll give it to the Ray breaking mm. the glass scene. Okay. All right. I got to give it to the Dylan, Tony, Tony Bible scene. Oh, yeah. I just, so, it's yeah. so weird. It is. Yeah, it's weird. It's okay. very, it's very soap opera. It is. Well, next time, uh, come back, listeners, because we're going to be on season six, episode 10, one wedding and a funeral. And while you're waiting for that, you can pop over to This Andorian Life and listen to us talk about Ewoks. So in the most recent episode, Crystal Storm joined us, and we sort of did a reevaluation of the prequel trilogy, which was uh, an interesting, interesting conversation that we Good. had over there. What Fun about you, times. Kendra? I'm Miss Beesbox91 on Twitter, and I am the co-host of the podcast 90s Music Got Me Like, where we talk 90s music. And our most recent episode that hopefully will be out by the time this comes out is about uh, Maria by Blondie. So oh, catch okay. us over there. Hey, speaking of 90s music, Kendra, my wife and I got tickets to the mixtape tour, and it's New Kids on the Block, Salt and Peppa, <laughs> Rick Astley, and uh, and Vogue. And I'm wow, that's so fun. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. That's going to be awesome. I agree. All right, Kendra, 902, and here we go. Here we go.